Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? Today is Monday, July 20th, and this is your daily financial news. Before we get into it, first I want to say thank you for last week. We exceeded the 130 thumbs up, and thus we did another hour of question and answers on Saturday. Well, it's a new week. Uh, We are going to raise the target 10 thumbs up, and we're going to go for 140 this week. So, We'll see. 140 is a lot of thumbs up for a channel like mine, but I'm sure uh, we could do it. The other thing I just want to put out there on video is I look forward to the day that you and I are getting a thousand views on these daily financial news videos. That will be uh, that will be quite the day. Right now, we average about five to seven hundred. So it's not too far away, uh, but that will be interesting. And I appreciate each and every one of you as we have lots of loyal You want to call it listeners, watchers? I'm not sure what to say. But anyways, let's get on to the news of the day. Uh, First and foremost, coming out with a deal, an acquisition. Uh, It looks like Chevron is buying Noble uh, for $5 billion. If you include debt, $13 billion. But it's an all-stock deal. Uh, Chevron is not reaching in the piggy bank and taking any cash to do this. They are trading uh, common shares. Uh, again, this is uh, this is an acquisition done, probably done the right way. There's uh, there's a deal uh, that I think Anadarko and Occidental did about six years ago, kind of similar size, roughly. Uh, that deal went down, I think, if I remember, at thirty five billion. Much different price is what I'm getting at. Uh, deal makes a lot more sense. Obviously, the economy, oil patch, oil for itself is at a different at different rate, but. Again, looking, um, you know, deals are getting done, right? We are in the middle of this thing and, uh, you know, it looks like Chevron is being aggressive. And again, shares, not cash. Uh, Next up, I I just saw uh, Briggs & Stratton uh, filed BK or Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Um, I don't know if I've ever said this on camera, but my first commission job was working at a hardware store uh, selling tools. Um, so I remember Briggs and Stratton from a long, long time ago. So, um, it is interesting. Um, (laughs) uh, European leaders, I talked about this for the first time, I think on Friday, right? The EU leaders were getting together for a stimulus talk, right? Or bailout or whatever you want to call it. And now we're into day four, uh, original discussions. I saw they were talking about a $2 trillion package just over. When you do the conversions, uh, now uh, just read this morning that they're trying to get down done an eight hundred and fifty billion dollar package. This is um, this is part of what the EU signed up for. When you have fifteen or eighteen or whatever countries on a single currency, uh, you have winners and losers, the rich and poor, whatever you want to call it, and it's messy. It is certainly messy. And frankly, again, I think I said this over the weekend, we need the EU to, you know, to exist, to be strong as we get out of this. This is a worldwide economy. 
And uh, if we have the EU slipping and struggling, that won't be good for us. So uh, they, need, they, need to, uh, they need to step up as well. Uh, and I think they will. It's, it's just hard, right? I, I sort of look at the EU as having, I don't know, what would you call it? Eight different political parties, right? We have, you know, arguably three, maybe four. Um, but think about having eight, they're kind of equally sized, just battling it out in that nastiness. So I don't know. That's how I look at it. Uh, the stimulus talk in the U.S. picks up in earnest. And we are on a short clock. We are on a short clock. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things being discussed. I'm not sure how all of them tie together. I'm certainly not sure that all of them help citizens and are not somehow politically motivated. Um, they're talking about cutting funds for testing. They're talking about payroll tax cuts. Uh, the unemployment uh, kicker from the Fed is certainly on the table. Uh, there's talk for helping schools and states and all of this stuff. So um, it is, it's going to be very messy, I think. And I'm not, you know, I'm not hopeful. I don't like what I see going on in Washington. Frankly, never liked it. I'm not big into politics. I think I don't see any good people go into politics, if that makes sense. Not judging anybody, but, um, you know, when, when, yeah, it's just, that's just a, it's, that's a weird career, right? Career politician. Really? That's a career. I don't know. Anyways, one of the things I'm thinking about this stimulus package is I just wanted to ask you a question. This is a question I asked myself this morning. Just what if, what if, what if the 600 bucks, um, goes away, right? The kicker from the Fed across the country just goes away. And then we go back and we talk about all these collections and apartment buildings that have been in the 90s. I wonder, I wonder what percentage collections would have been without that. I hear lots of rigmarole around people making more money than before and all of that stuff. But what if, what if, that wasn't there, what would rent collections have been? They wouldn't have been in the 90s. I don't think they would have been in the 90s. Mid-80s, maybe? Low-80s? This is a problem, right? You start getting to economic occupancy sub-80%, which is vacancies and non-pays, it becomes very hard to service your debt for most of these multifamily investors, right? So we got to think about this. These these 600 bucks, sure, you know, there's 40, 50, 60% of the people that may be making more money uh, now than when they were working, which probably says more about what they were making when they were working than not, but that's a different discussion. But there is, there are extras, right? They're, for the most part, paying rent. They're putting food on the table, um, you know, Food security is important. So I don't know. It's, this is an important decision for us. What goes on with this stimulus package will, in my opinion, really state how the second half goes. 
right? It will really show what the economy does in the second half. I think, I think if this package is too small or too politically put together, it doesn't help our citizens. And in a consumer-based economy, that can really pull all of us down. So we'll see. We'll see. It's, um, it's an important decision, I think. It's an important discussion. It'll be, it'll be important to watch. Uh, next up, uh, I think I mentioned this yesterday, but I saw a bunch of articles on it this morning. Facebook is, or I'm sorry, Disney has quietly joined the boycott Facebook. Uh, that's important because as of last calculations, Disney was the largest advertiser on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, anytime your number one customer goes against you, voices their opinion, that's going to get your attention, right? There are, I guarantee you, right? I was in sales for a long time. There is an entire team at Facebook that does nothing but serve Disney. What do you want? How do you do it? Let's tweak it. Oh, look at the verbiage. Look at the color. Blah, 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 blah. I bet you that team's... 50 people. Shoot, it could be 100 people just on Facebook. And now Facebook, or I'm sorry, on Disney. On Disney at Facebook. That team ain't doing nothing right now except scrambling and explaining themselves. So I'm guessing this boycott has gotten big time. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Looks like Southwest and Delta have... um, had some good negotiations with pilots. It looks like Southwest, almost 25% of their pilots have accepted early retirement or a buyout. You know, uh, for what it's worth, I think Southwest is the best run airline. Um, obviously, they're very domestic oriented, uh, which is probably good in this environment, uh, if not great. Um, but yeah, that's, that should be good news. Again, they're trying to do everything they can not to have layoffs. And then Delta, Delta is pushing a one-year salary reduction for their pilots so they don't have layoffs. Lots of stuff going on in the airline space that we need to be watching. Got to talk gold. I think gold is going to become an asset that's very important in the second half. Um, It's up 19% this year. And I saw a price call of 2,000 this year, which I think is a layup, 2,000 an ounce. Um, I think it's pretty interesting. Companies in Chapter 11, they are starting to get some bids. It looks like Brooks Brothers, uh, I think we talked about two or three weeks ago, uh, getting some uh, getting some interest from Italian investors. I don't know that. I, I wouldn't mind uh, the old stodgy Brook Brothers, which I have bought a shirt or two at over the years. Gets a little Italian flair. Might be worth a look. I don't know. Could be fun. Uh, another country boycotting U.S. citizens. I thought... Uh, you know how how bad are we that there are there are countries saying no thank you it's the bahamas the bahamas has listed the us as a uh, country they are not accepting um visitors from um that's uh, that's never thought i would see that i never thought i would see that uh Nic- nicola uh big news today uh their stock's been running up this is obviously the electric uh semi truck company and their stock's been flying, all these day traders. So just like, I think it was Norwegian Cruise Line the other day. Looks like uh, Niccolo came out and hammered that bid. 
uh, and issued a whole bunch of common stock and said, thank you very much, day traders. And um, yeah, it is uh, now their stock's down 20%. So Nicola said, thank you very much. We will take that. And here are some more common shares. And then the big news of the day, I think I talked about this Saturday when I was talking about what's coming up for the week. Uh, the Oxford um, Journal uh, posted a summary of their AstraZeneca. It's in a uh, journal called The Lancet, L-A-N-C-E-T. It's a medical journal, peer-reviewed. Uh, it talked about a thousand people in the UK. So this is not Moderna's four or Moderna's 45. This is a thousand people in early stage trials. Uh, they did a one and two dose two dose study, um, and it just came out in the last half hour. So still reviewing it. It's a lot of stuff I don't understand. This medical mumbo jumbo, uh, but basically it helped produce immune response, which is the key. Uh, probably not surprising. The two dose um, shots was produced more, uh, but even the single dose produced some. Uh, so I'll let the medical experts go there. But again, that was a big piece of news. Uh, I think a lot of the second half is going to be vaccine related or treatments uh, because we got to get through this. It is impacting the consumers. It is uh, uh, shutting down local economies. I see no chance of a national shutdown again, uh, but there will be local shutdowns, I am sure. And um, that will impact consumer psyche. This is all about the consumer. And again, I think the big talk of the week is going to be stimulus. We are about to make some decisions that will impact the second half. We got to get through this. We will see where we go from here. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. Remember, 140 thumbs up. We're not starting off well. We've only got nine. That's a long way to go. All right, everybody, take care. Bye.